Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Everybody's Got Something. I am so excited for this episode. I got the chance to sit down with one of my absolute favorite people and singers. Mandisa is someone who means a lot to me and means a lot to my family. In fact, she helped welcome me back to GMA when I returned from my bone marrow transplant a few years ago. Remember when I said, I've been waiting 174 mornings to say this. Good morning, America. Well, it was Mandisa singing stronger as my beloved sister stood by my side. Since then, the Grammy Award-winning artist has gone through her own share of somethings. I'll let her tell you all about it. It's great to see you. You too. (sighs) Exhale. (laughs) As we are sitting down to do this, you just did your first television appearance in quite some time. Thank you for doing it here. Good morning, America. means a lot. Our viewers have... They've been through it with you, hon. Yeah, they have. It's been a journey, and there's honestly no place that I would rather have done this. Like, this was the right place, and you were the right person that I could do it with. Oh, bless your heart. You can feel it in your heart. Feel it in your soul. Everybody's got a little something. Something that makes them feel gold. Now to backtrack, talking to the one and only Mandisa, Grammy Award winning (laughs) Mandisa. You know her songs, you know her spirit, you know her videos. Um, Your song, Stronger, Mm -hmm. you played for our audience and for for me Mm -hmm. and for my sisters when I returned from my bone marrow transplant. I was gone for almost six months and you were in the studio and the the lyrics of Stronger and to not know, dear friend, that Mm -hmm. you were going through your own Mm -hmm. struggle shortly thereafter. Tell everybody about that time in your life. Well, you know, it's interesting. I think the reason why doing this with you was so important is because I remember telling you about Keisha when I was here to do Stronger, mm-hmm. and I specifically wanted you to pray because you knew what it was to battle cancer and to come out of it and to be victorious. And so I thought, who better than to have Robin Roberts pray for my friend Keisha, who was diagnosed with breast cancer while she was pregnant with her second child. And so her son, Brennan, was born beautiful and healthy. And Keisha had one year with Brennan before she went home to be with Jesus. It's just not the way that I thought the story was going to end. And that's why you did the video and the song Overcomer. It was for Keisha. It was to help her stay in the fight till the final round. I just didn't know the final round was going to come so soon. And I want you to know, and I've said this because when people come up to me and I'm so, I'm so grateful to still be here Mm -hmm. after two battles. Mm-hmm. And to to have waged that war yeah. with this deadly disease. And when people come up to me and mm-hmm. they say that their loved one yeah. didn't make them, I look them straight in the eyes and I say their fight was every bit as meaningful and valiant. And I hope yeah. you know that. Though the outcome wasn't what we hoped for and prayed for yeah. with Keisha. Yet her battle, her struggle, every bit as meaningful. I believe it. And, you know, as somebody who is um, a woman of faith, I believe in heaven. And I believe that she is looking at us right now. I believe that she's praying for her two boys. Um, I believe that she's praying for me. And that gives me a lot of comfort. But I've also learned it's important to deal with my sadness, to be honest and to say, 
I'm angry that this didn't turn out the way that I wanted yeah, it to. Yeah. I, I kind of was raised thinking that it was wrong for me to do that. But I'm learning that that is the healthiest thing for me to do is to get the emotion out and to not turn to dangerous things. He's used to it. God is used to being, That's you know, right. people have, are angry with him a lot. That's right. And he's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. bring it, bring it. He can take it. Yes. And, and, and to know that there is a meaning and a purpose. And sometimes it's so hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're it. Why wouldn't you be angry? You wanted her here with her children. Yeah. And there was something in me that when she passed away, thinking about people like you or thinking about all of the people that tell me that Overcomer was their war cry song, part of me went, well, I'm glad that they're here, but this was written for Keisha. Why isn't she here? And Mm -hmm. I've been thinking a lot about David in the Bible. And the Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart. David had an affair. He um, murdered the husband of the woman that he had an affair with. Like, he was not always doing things right. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. And that's because David gave his stuff to the Lord. He yelled and screamed and cried and so that's what i want to do i want to yell and scream and cry and be a woman after god's own preach it preach it preach it man (laughs) preach it girl preach it Uh, and thank you for being so transparent Mm -hmm. and and open about that you're helping people yet again you help so many people but you couldn't help yourself you couldn't hear your own sometimes you know and i'm we're all guilty of it you know we can preach to others and we can Mm -hmm. tell you should do this but when it comes to us So you couldn't even do that for yourself. Isn't that amazing? Wow, yeah. It's amazing to me how I make a living telling people that they're an overcomer. But when it came time for me to overcome, I couldn't do it. And that was a big lesson for me. And part of what brought me out of the dark is realizing we are not called to walk this thing by ourselves and that we are supposed to have people around us and that we are called to walk in community. And so even though I couldn't tell it to myself, I had a lot of great people around me who told it in my stead and who, if they were not in my life, I told you this, I don't know that I would be here. Wow. So I'm so thankful for them. Before we get to where you are now mm-hmm. to help people really understand and to help people who are going through what you did, talk about those dark days. Yeah. Talk about not even letting anyone in. They'd come mm-hmm. knocking on your door, yeah. leaving you voicemails. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, it was three years. You know, Overcomer came out in 2013, mm-hmm. and here we are in 2017. And it was only this last October that I began coming out of it. But it was to the point where I didn't leave my house unless I had to. And when I got the news that Keisha died, we were coming back from the last performance of a tour that I did. Um, And I didn't have a lot of shows after that. And so I sat in my house and I turned to my old ways, which was food. And, you know, after having lost 120 pounds, I put all of it back. And if somebody has not battled with that, I don't know that they can fully understand the shame that comes along with I was on Good Morning America talking about, look how I lost all of this weight and look what I did to do it. And to, if I'm being completely honest, please, please. sitting there on that couch with you, knowing that I am over 100 pounds heavier than I was the last time that I was here, I started hearing that whispering lie saying you should be ashamed of yourself you have no reason to be sitting here like you look horrible and that is a constant battle for me and because I'm out of the dark I'm able to recognize it but when I was in it I just started believing it and I started saying yeah that's right I'm horrible I should be ashamed of myself and the more you do that the more you speak death the more you are leading yourself deeper and deeper into it and so it it got really really bad thank you again and this is what this podcast is all about everybody's got something everybody's got something and we need to share 
or something right. in hopes of helping others. Mm-hmm. And for you being so transparent and so honest about saying, you know what, I hear that voice. Mm-hmm. I heard it before, mm-hmm. but you know what? I'm stronger now. Not, right. not, no pun intended. I'm, I'm stronger now. And I can hear that and I can, and I can fight it back. But it just all was part of the spiral yeah. that you were in because you, I remember you boxing yeah. and you were so proud mm-hmm. of yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people listening are in the same situation when it comes to weight fluctuate yeah. mm-hmm. in and out, in and out. I hope that you know it's not just lip service here. You are beautiful. Thank you are beautiful. You. And you know that. And we come become such a mm-hmm. weight conscious yeah, uh, society, but also knowing that you you put some of that on yourself that totally. we don't judge you like yeah. that. Well, some people do. So, um. yeah, you're right. You're right. There are, no, no, be honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There are some people who, sh- and um, I, I I can imagine that. Heck, I know I'm I'm on television. Yeah. I don't always like to go on social media mm-hmm. because people go people gonna tell you preach, Robin. Gonna, and then I then I say to myself, Mandisa. <laughs> I say to myself that I know who I am and I'm not, I'm more concerned with my character than my reputation. Character is who you are. Reputation is who people think you are. Yes. Uh, But it still hurts, doesn't it? It hurts. And it starts at a young age. We are especially, sorry, fellas, but (laughs) I feel like women, we have our identities wrapped so much in our appearance. Mm. I mean, you can't see artists, right now um that are not taking their clothes off and you know like that is it's just kind of how we are taught as little girls that Mm. our worth is based on our body size and how sexy we can be and so when you think of yourself in terms of that and that only of course you're going to feel horrible about yourself like we are shown these messages at an early age but that is why i'm learning to let my value and my worth come from not what everybody else says about me it doesn't mean it's not a struggle but it's a day-to-day battle doesn't mean it doesn't hurt Mm -hmm. going back to you know i almost forgot that you were on american idol yeah (laughs) i mean i mean it was season five i think it was Mm -hmm. and that and i remember that you had to deal with that then because all i heard was your beautiful voice Mm. His That's name what? is Simon Cowell, Robin. <laughs> Let's just be completely honest. <laughs> but listen, Simon is merely a representative yeah. of what a lot of people were saying out there. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah, it's been a constant battle. Mm. When I was at my heaviest when I was on, and then I lost a whole bunch. Yeah. And then now I'm back even heavier than that. Um, and I do have that little nagging voice in my head. But here's the thing. You have to start speaking to that voice. You have to say, no, I'm not going to listen to that anymore. I'm going to let my worth be determined by what God says about me and not by what anybody else says about me. So I actually have to open my mouth. I might look crazy sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but I have to because that voice is so loud in my head that I have to yell it out sometimes. You have to just, uh, mm-hmm. just yell it out. Yeah. So you're in this dark place, literally in a yeah. dark place. At a movie theater, mm-hmm. watching not one movie but two, two. two. Okay, so you're there for hours. Yeah. You don't realize that your friends yeah. are outside the movie theater. Yeah. Tell people what happened when you left. I came out of the movie theater. I was about to see three movies, mm-hmm. but um, something told me I need to get outside. That's something. Um, uh, and when I walked out, my car had a bunch of sticky notes on it, and. I was so confused, but when I got closer, I realized that they were saying things like, we miss you, and we love you, and come back to us. Um, And they had scriptures written on them. And then as I got closer, I realized that a lot of people, I guess it was about eight of my loved ones, had been waiting out there for hours for me. They tracked me down at a movie theater, and they pretty much had an intervention. They said, we love you just as you are, but we love you too much to leave you that way. Mm -hmm. And... um. 
I feel like my life was saved that day because they kind of insisted that I go and get some counseling and deal with my grief. Um, And that was kind of the thing that started turning things around for me. Depression and the time that you were on Good Morning America talking about it Mm -hmm. right before we sat down to do this, I already heard from so many people online saying, thank, please thank her. Depression. No one talks about that. You know, it's when I have cancer, yeah. people know what that is. Yeah. They can see that. They can see when I lose my hair or mm-hmm. I, whatever, the, the physical. Yeah. But when it's depression, we don't, we don't, it's hard to see that. You can't see. And yeah. I've met so many people here that work um, for GMA. And it's amazing how many people have said that they have battled with the yeah. same thing. And here's the thing. You often don't know because, listen, when I was out and had to do those concerts, I put that smile on my face and I started singing Overcomer like it was my favorite song in the world. Um, And so we are really great at wearing masks. And many times you do not know what lies behind the mask. So it's so important. You never know what somebody's going through. And so I want to make it my mission to always speak life because you never know what somebody's facing. I always have said, like, if we had, we're, we're sitting around this table and there are a bunch of us around here right now. And if. Each one of us threw our something, threw mm-hmm. whatever it is that was troubling us, yeah. our channel. We threw it in a in a bowl that we have right here. Mm-hmm. You'd reach in and take yours back out. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the other person is going yeah. through. And then you, because you think it's just you, and then you realize, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, Janice, I didn't know. Oh gosh, Monica, I know what mm-hmm. you, all those things. Yeah. Um, and so we, we um, as mom, don't compare your despair. Yeah. You know, hurt is hurt. And you can't tell, don't compare what you see on somebody's outside to what is yes. happening to your inside because you have no idea you have no. no idea what that person is going through and it probably looks really similar to what you're going through hey i'm andy mitchell a new york times best-selling author and i'm sabrina kohlberg a morning television producer we're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years and we both love to talk about being parents yes but also pop culture so we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities writers and fellow scholars of tv and movies cinema really about what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch from abc audio and good morning america pop culture moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts The Girlfriend is a free weekly e-newsletter from AARP built on the belief that girlfriend power is everything. It offers stories for Gen X women related to sex, health, beauty, travel, and money. Whether it's a shoulder to cry on or help navigating the next phase of your life, visit thegirlfriend.com to subscribe. You can also join the Girlfriend Book Club, a closed Facebook group that hosts live author interviews and free book giveaways. Again, it's thegirlfriend.com, because everybody needs a girlfriend. With your new album, mm-hmm. do we still say album CD? Yes, we do. I, I, we say I, album. Okay, album. I say album. <laughs> thank you. But thank I'm you. old. So. I said, oh, your new album, man. Be shall let put my teeth in. <laughs> um, you had the voicemails from some of your friends that they left you during yeah. this three-year period. I do. Wow. Yeah. I, there's several interludes, but that is what starts the album because I wanted people to hear what it was like. These are legitimately messages that I got from my loved ones. And wow. then it goes into my song, I'm Still Here. And I could not have put it together more perfectly because I really wanted people to know it got bad. Um but I'm still here. My heart is still beating and my lungs are still breathing, which means that my story is still being written. Yes. And that's what you're talking. You're, we often say a work in progress. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah. That's true. 
unfinished. Yes. You know, still working on that masterpiece. That's right. Yeah. So that is based on one of my favorite scriptures. It's Philippians 1, 6. It says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will finish it in the day when Jesus returns. And so that reminds me, I don't have to have it all together right now. There's going to come a day when I'm going to see my Savior face to face. And that's when I'm going to have it all together. In the meantime, I'm just a masterpiece in the making. When we all get to heaven, yes. what a day of rejoicing <laughs> that will be. We played that at my mom yeah. and my dad's homecoming. Mm. And um, I, I often like, you were talking about Keisha. I know my mom and dad, they're cheering from their heavenly back. Going, That's my Disa! They're probably watching us together. Because you meant so, you mean so much to so many mm. and to my family. And I remember it was the one time that my sister Dorothy broke down was when you were singing Stronger on the yeah. show. Everywhere else in the show, she, you know, she uh, was strong with my sister, Sally Ann, who was my donor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, my mother had, had passed away. And it was, it was just it was a lot of things. And just when that current's going to take you under. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, all those, yes. the lyrics of it. But what I really appreciate about your music is that the subject matter can be heavy. Yeah. But the music is not. You find it. It's it's upbeat. Yeah. It's a spirit. Do you purposely do that? Well, I think that's just kind of how I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm somebody who likes to dance and have yeah. a good time. And I I remember when before I started like going to church or listening to Christian music, I used to think that Christian music was hymns in robes, and it is that as well. But my kind of Christian music <laughs> has a funky <laughs> means that you can dance to. And so <laughs> I, if I'm talking about something worth celebrating, then why not have it be the kind of music that makes you want to celebrate so mm-hmm. i feel strongly about that i love yeah. that it's used in zumba classes all across the country <laughs> oh, i love that oh my gosh it's, a, it's an anthem yeah, for so many people thanks. um you're a grammy winner <laughs> i know you're a grammy winner Crazy. come on now <laughs> i mean what do you say to people mm-hmm. who you know they have their dreams yeah. now, maybe it's not being a singer or whatnot mm-hmm. but when you when you see where you came from and what you had to overcome to get to mm-hmm. where you are what is your message to people Well, you know, I used to say dream big. That's kind of the token answer that everybody says. Here's what I have discovered is that God's dreams for me are so much bigger than anything that my mind could come up with. And so what I am learning is, okay, Lord, I'm just going to do what you are telling me to do. And I'm going to let you take care of everything that is the aftermath of that. And so when they announced my name for that Grammy, now granted, all of my other albums had been nominated. Um, albums one through four had been nominated and I'd lost all of them. And so I was expecting to lose this one and I was okay with that. I was watching from my living room. I was watching on the computer. And so when they said my name, there's this video. I need to find that. Um, because when they said my name, I was expecting them to say another name that I was about to say, but I shouldn't. <laughs> okay, um, okay. And so when they said my name, I went, <gasps> Oh my gosh. And I just started weeping and then my phone started blowing up. And it was just, it was such a moment because I came in ninth place on American Idol. Ninth. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody really expected to hear much of me after that. And it just goes to show that when God has a plan for you, that there is nothing that can get in the way of that. I've often said God has three answers to prayer. Yes. yes. Not mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. I have something even better in mind. In mind. Yes, the best is yet to come. Oh yeah, and it takes courage though to believe <laughs> mm, that the best yeah. is yet to come because when those dark yeah. those dark days. Yeah, it does. But worth it. It's so much better to believe that than to believe the lie and to walk in misery. When you have so many people that come up to you, yeah. and even when you were on the show on Good Morning America, yeah. um, there was a woman named Amber, mm-hmm. and she said that she was wearing her sister's shoes, mm-hmm. her sister who died of cancer, mm-hmm. and it was on her bucket list bucket list 
to see you, wow. to meet me. And she came here. We took a picture th- together. Yeah. What does that mean to you, knowing that you've touched yeah. so many different people? It's honestly what makes it all worth it. I mean, I know I talked about the Grammy Awards and other things. And, you know, everybody wants your album to do well when it comes out. But to be honest, if my music is simply selling records and winning awards, but it's not having an impact on people, it's not worth it. I can go and do something else. Um, For me, hearing the stories of how that music has had an impact on somebody and giving them hope and encouragement, that is when I get to the end of my life, I'm going to care less about the awards. What I'm going to remember is my life had meaning because God used it to encourage somebody else. Can you do me a favor? Yes. If you feel that you are in a dark place again, play your music. Mm. Would you do that for me? How about I play somebody else's? That's awkward. (laughs) No, no, no. Your lyrics, your words. I want you Mm. to, I want to put a mirror up to you Mm. and say those things that you were saying to us, we say to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful, Mendisa, that you're allowing us to help you. That we're, and and there was something that we were talking about earlier um, when people are dealing with grief and loss Mm. and how, it's sometimes difficult for someone to raise their hand and that we have to recognize that. And as women, sometimes we want to do it all on our own, but it's okay. It's okay to raise your hand. It's okay. And sometimes even if your heart isn't feeling it, simply the action of you raising your hand will make your heart catch up to your Mm -hmm. action. So the next time that I face something like this, because listen, it can come in waves. Sure. I'm going to remember, let me just do it out of obedience and say, I surrender. And then my heart will catch up to what my body is doing. Now we have this little thing that we call the fishbowl. Yeah, oh. this fishbowl. It's don't think, what don't blink. I don't right know, now? Don't, I don't, it's a, it, even though I know people can't see me, I'm shaking okay. the fishbowl. Now you reach in here, you don't think, you don't blink, you just answer. Oh, gosh. Answer, yes. What do we have here? What's one song you can listen to over and over and never get tired of? Okay, I'm going to say right now, I have several, but there is a song by Toby Mac, who was with me the first time that I came to it. That's right. Sorry. Um, And it's called Move. And basically it says, lift your head. It's not over yet. Got to keep walking. Keep on moving. And that is kind of my mantra right now. I'm going to lift my head and I'm going to keep on moving. We're already hearing the music oh, right good. now. Right, Alex? We got that. <laughs> Can we do one more? Can we have time for one more? Here we go. Here we go. Here okay. we go now. Here we go now. Here we go You're now. You're so silly. Woo! What would your theme song be? I'm just unfinished. <laughs> That's my theme song. Can I choose my own? Yes, you can. You can. There you go. You can. We all are unfinished. And it is a journey. It's not the destination that we're concerned with. Mm -hmm. Thank you for taking us along on your journey. Love you. Love love you, man. Thanks for coming back and see us again. All right. Okay. Hot mess still blast. (laughs) Woo! Hot mess still blast. Hot mess still blast. I'm so happy. I'm sorry. I, mean, I can, I can t- oh, on the, in the chair, I can dance. You are can, cracking oh, me yeah. up right now. <laughs> You're the best. You are the best. <laughs> Thank you, one and all. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, everybody. That was awesome. Robin. Mm-mm-mm. Did my heart and soul good to spend time with Mandisa. So, we have one of the most valuable people coming to our podcast next week. You might even call her the real MVP. Her son does. I'm talking about Mama Durant, Wanda Durant. 
She is the incredible woman who raised Kevin Durant, one of the most successful basketball players on the court right now, fresh off that NBA Finals win over the Cavs. She has mm, such a story to share about how she raised Kevin and his brother Tony. Here's a little clip from our conversation. I often said that I'm grateful because my son saved my life mm-hmm. as a young girl because mm-hmm. um, I didn't always feel this confident and aware of who I was and the power that I hold as a woman. I didn't know that. And, and the birth of my son at age 18, he gave me something else to look at versus looking at what I didn't have. Um, I looked at him and his possibilities. I cannot wait for you to hear what else Wanda Durant has to talk about. Well, this week before I go, I want to give an extra special shout out to my friend India Ari, who composed the music exclusively for this podcast that you're hearing right now. Can we live for each other, love one another, stand together in the light? Can we live for each other, love one another, stand together? Gather in the light. You can feel it in your body and know it in your mind. Everybody's got a little something to offer to humankind. Everybody's got a little something. So remember to always be kind. Mm, Yes, India. Remember to always be kind. Like Mandisa, India has a very special place in my heart and with my family. She and I co-wrote the theme song for GMA, A Beautiful Day. Life is a journey, not a destination. There are no mistakes, just chances we've taken. Lay down your regrets because all we have is now. I got to tell you, that was an experience I will never forget. So, India, thank you once again for gracing us with another beautiful song. All right, now, uh, thanks to you, our listeners. We'd love to hear from you. So just leave us a review or comment and let us know what's working for you. And come on, be honest, what's not? While you're there, tell us what your something is. And you might be a great fit for one of our upcoming episodes. As always, thanks to my podcast posse, John, Alex, Danielle, Josh, you the man, Josh, Rennie, and Jade. And of course, my entire team at Rockin' Robin Productions, GMA, and ABC Radio that contribute to this podcast. For now, hot mess, still blessed. I'm Robin Roberts.